you know, if you wake up in the morning and you suddenly you find that you're an octopus, okay, and you have eight uh, uh, appendages, you go to the mirror and you see yourself and you start moving your muscles and you see how the appendages move and you gradually learn what you are. It's not just what part of the space you occupy, but it's also how moving certain muscles changes your shape. So again, this is, it's not just a static self-occupancy, it's a kinematic occupancy, because as you move muscles, your shape changes. Controversy, there's, there's many controversial things about this, and I'll start with the simpler one, which is the fact that even in, in robotics, uh, within the robotics community, I would say there is a little bit of pushback. Uh, the kind of reviews we got, uh, and Bo can, can share, more details about that are typically things like you know why do you need to do this because we have a CAD model of the robot so why do you need to model the robot at all you just download the CAD and you have it and this is a sort of a, a little bit of a mindset shift because yes even though we do have the CAD model and we and an engineer can write down the equations of the robot and we don't really need to model the robot to model itself this idea that you keep the engineer in the loop is a problem. Yeah, I think I think that's a very great question. And it's actually a very big question because, you know, we have all this self-modeling or the capability of modeling ourselves. But this is actually very, very complex. Like it's not just about, you know, like what we did here, kinematics or morphology. It also involves like your uh, own behavior and even like your future plan, your own reasoning. So it's very, very complex. And what we do here is actually taking the first step to think about what is the simplest form of building the self-model. How we can, uh, you know, given the internal commands of robot and have the robot to see its own body, its own spatial occupancy in the 3D space.